Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, but sometimes misinformed. Today is a unique day. I'm sitting alone. <laughs> Not completely alone. I'm sitting alongside Jimmer. Rio is out sick today. He got the wonderful vid. Um, so he'll be out for a little while doing some isolation type shit. But uh, shout out to Rio. Get better. Let's get this shit going again, man. Um, but again, sitting alongside Jimmer, we've got a lot to talk about. We're covering the weekend. Uh, a lot of college games, a couple upsets. And the NFL just looks weird this year. I, it feels wrong in a lot of ways. But uh, we'll touch on everything, obviously. But to get the party started, Jimmer, what's going on out there, man? What do we need to know about? Uh, yet again, we have so much news, my friend. And when we may, I am going to say that when what we mean by self isolation, we know what we know what that little Mexican's doing up there. One hundred percent playing video games and playing with a joystick. So. There is that. Uh, number one, Bama squeaks by number 11, Florida, 31 to 29 in the swamp. Yeah, I, I tell you what, um, Florida, I think Florida's better than we thought they were. But at the same time, Bama, they, they started off, they were up 21 to three, Jimmer. I don't know if you know that. 21 to three in the first, I think it was the first quarter. And Florida just put it on them after that. They were barely able to squeak out there. They were able to run the ball. Uh, they were able to pass the ball up the middle, like... Alabama just didn't look right. Maybe it's a fluke, but I, I honestly think Florida's better than we thought. And they've got to play Georgia here at the end of October. Won't that, that could be a huge I was say, game. Won't that be a game? Yeah. No, this uh it is I'm gonna tell you right now, it is a huge difference having fans in the stands. You go shout out to obviously Florida and them and and them boys down there. Uh the swamp is one hell of a place to go down to and damn right get down on. So lucky they came away with the victory on that. One hell of a test for him, though, you know. Big time. Uh, USC plane tips backward on tarmac. Not uh, Nobody was injured in it, but so scary, right? I'm not so a, scary. I'm not a Jesus. flying guy anyway, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I jo- I've, I've flown probably four times, and uh, the last time was so – last time I did was so turbulent, so crazy, so shitty, that the next time we went out to Vegas, we drove. And that is one hell of a drive, people. We are in Iowa. One hell of a drive. One hell of a drive. Did you drive through Nebraska? Yeah, that shit. That's the worst in the country. Yeah. There and Kansas. Kansas, yes. Yep. We actually drove through that together with my brother, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kansas is. Kansas, you're definitely the ugly stepbrother in Nebraska. So you are there. Yeah, it's 1A, 1B right there for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's so, so little to see. I guess there was more to see in Kansas once we hit a certain point we ran into more towns. I will give them that. Uh, after you after you go past Lincoln, there's nothing. Nothing. It is fucking it's terrible. <laughs> it is. Uh that's where you wish that uh your boy uh Elon Musk had those self-driving vehicles at the time because you could you, you could know, take a nap. Dri- just take a nap because it yeah. is a straight uh short-handed San Francisco loses three running backs in their win. They lose Elijah Mitchell, Jamichael Hasty, and Trey Sermon. Uh, yeah. Elijah, I, it looks like he might still be able to play this week, though. But uh, Hasty has been ruled out. Yeah, they are very much saying Baltimore. <laughs> you got some injuries, huh? Hold my beer. Right. I got you. Yep. Um, they, I think the thing is, it probably doesn't matter. 
They've they've got such a good push off that offensive line that whoever they put back there tends to be successful. Again, the Baltimore comparison is really good. Doesn't matter who's back there; they can get five six yards of carry. Yeah, they'll probably be fine. But damn, where are they where are they looking now? I don't even know. I have one right now. Why in the hell does Adrian Peterson have a job? Hundred percent. The dude can still run the rock. I promise you. Look look at his game tape. He could get a thousand yards in San Francisco for yeah. sure, and he can do it in Baltimore too. Oh, honestly, yeah. especially the way they run, they run straight up and down. You know. Yep. Uh, Carson Wentz injures not one, but both ankles, and Colts lost to the Rams. Man, the, I don't know. That's tough. He can't. He he can't catch a break. He's made of glass. I I don't know what you can say, but that's a tough break for them. Um, they thought you know they were really hoping he's the future. But fuck, he, he's all—he's forever injured, right? He is, uh, and that's what's too bad. Like him on the on his high side, he's MVP esque. He has shown it, right? When he is when he is right, when he's clicking, standing upright, no injuries. He is he plays at an MVP esque level. In fact, what was that? Um, what was that? A few years ago, he all but had the MVP <laughs> MVP in the bag. Come like what week thirteen or fourteen and. Then flew in this one guy. Yep. That's what it was. Uh, Fields replaces injured Dalton, and his own self-assessment for that game was can play better in win over Cincinnati. Do we need to talk about that one a little bit too? For a couple reasons, not just Fields. Um, well, I mean, the biggest thing is Fields. Uh, but they, they did squeak one out. They They got the dub. The, the really bad bears, which you're making me defend, even though I'm a Viking fan. Yeah, they're they're not. I still I'm holding to that opinion. They're not. And good, Rio's but. like super really good Cincinnati Bengals until he wants to flip it around two seconds later and say they're bad. I don't know. Yeah, that was know. an awkward argument. That I, one I was he that. literally, was. but he literally flipped back. I'm like, what didn't you just say? You got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. Be consistent. Uh, but I'm ready to see him go. I think he's in a. Um, I think he's going to, by the looks of it, it looks like he's probably going to. Supposedly, uh, Matt Nagy said that if Dalton is healthy, that he will be. He said that off the air, though. So, and what I mean by they had their media thing and he wouldn't give a straight answer. So weird. I, I, I listened to it. and But then one of the reporters put on their own Twitter that said he said he did answer later and clarified that if Dalton was healthy, he'd be starting. But they, why? But why? I don't. It doesn't make sense. Just just do it, man. But I tell you what, one big problem is the play calling. They I was I don't know if you saw this. It became viral on all the socials, but they showed uh Alan Robinson's his his route tree and like he was never running anything more than like eight yards, ten yards. Like you this is exactly what happened to DeAndre Hopkins last year with Arizona. They never gave him room to actually make some plays and do things. And if you're a Alan Robinson owner in fantasy this is a big reason you're pissed off. It's like they're yep. they're not even getting a chance. It's a bunch of slant routes, wheel routes, like just dumb shit, and uh, that just speaks to the overall play calling, which is one of the reasons, Jimmer. I'm not high on the Bears at all. You know. Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson just hasn't. I don't know for whatever reason doesn't get the respect year year and year out. He ends up being a top ten to top fifteen receiver every single year, even with shitty quarterback play. I mean, even back with his magical year, Jaguars magical year with shitty ass Blake Bortles, you know, and he still produces. So I don't know what everyone's problem or their or every organization's problem is with this guy. 
Um, it would not hurt my feelings to see him with Minnesota, actually. But we have we have a bunch of receivers, so yeah, we're sitting good. But so you agree though, uh, his upside's definitely better if Fields gets in the game, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, have Fields practicing all week long with the number ones. There is a huge difference between you throwing a guy in and someone taking judgment off of that small amount. Definitely. When you didn't take the how many ever snaps? It's fifty three snaps during the week of first team reps. When you plan for your game, when your game plan is around that, and and the rookie gets reps at it, you're going to see a whole different, um, con- <laughs> a whole different conclusion to, to the game. Agreed. Uh, Zach Wilson throws four interceptions in first meeting with the Patriots. Yeah, Belichick is basically unbeatable against rookies. Right. Yeah. And he he just proved why right there. Four picks. There was a point in the game where he was, I think uh, the number was four of twenty, with four interceptions. Um, just just a rough out. And the Patriots, they're looking every game. They're looking a little better. So this, uh, I think, in a couple weeks, Brady comes up. I think that's looking like a better game than you know it would have been last year or something like that. So. Awesome. I, Mac Jones looked good, too. I don't know if you saw that play where – I know I'm totally going off topic here, but Mac Jones, um, I'm trying to think if it was – if he passed it or if it was a handoff. Either way, it was a short play, turned into a big play. They got close to the end zone, and Mac Jones it was actually one of the guys that ran down and pushed him into the end zone. Like, oh, there we go. He, he's a player. He's coming to play. He's looking good with New England, and, and that was huge. But Zach he, just had a rough out, man. He is, and – I mean, even, I think it was even week one when he threw his first uh, touchdown pass as a professional. They tried to hand him the ball multiple times, and he just he didn't want it. He tried. He kept trying to pass it back. He's like, I'm I'm not here for the little stuff. I'm here to produce to win. He fits that system and to get better. Yeah, I did hear, and I did not. There's no factual basis in what I'm about to say, but I did hear red zone went down for five to ten minutes uh, Sunday. In that five to ten minutes. Zach Wilson threw two of his interceptions. <laughs> so, ouch. And I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I really am. But <laughs> like that, ouch, ouch town. Man, both of the New York franchises just ruin quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, that's yep. tough. Uh, Eagles defense fan Brandon Graham injures Achilles and says he's out for the season. Yeah, that's tough, man. Uh, they looked really good on the defensive end, and they still didn't look bad against San Francisco. But he, I think when he got hurt, it was later in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess more to come. We'll see, but that's definitely a big blow to Philly. Uh, on a positive note for them Eagles, uh, they have signed your guy, your one of your preseason faves there, uh, bust-out players, Defensive end Josh Sweat to a three-year extension, the team announced on Saturday. Big deal. That's awesome. So you must have been reading something that was correct, right, the whole time? I thought, uh, in context, I I thought that he was mixing up the (laughs) wrong Sweat, as in I thought he meant Montez Sweat from Washington because we were talking, we were breaking down by division. And I thought he, I was like, I was like, Danny, that's Montez Sweat from Washington. He's like, no, I I swear, maybe. And we look it up, yeah, by God, there's a Josh Sweat on there, and evidently he's not too bad. Yeah, got some Dallas. Uh, Dolphins quarterback, Tua, carted off with a rib injury. I think he, last time I seen, he's still just day-to-day. So, luckily it wasn't anything, ser- like, too serious. Because we've seen what happened when he didn't come back out. Yeah, 
awful. Now, we got to give some credit to Buffalo, though, too. That defense looks really good the first couple games. So, (laughs) they play Pittsburgh, whose offense is shitty, in Miami, who had that issue. I get it. But, yep. I was a blow. I also called Buffalo, so I'll take credit for that. I said they were going to take, they were going to blow out Miami, and they did. They beat the shit out of Miami. Miami's not going to be good the rest of the year. It's hold summer. on. This uh, this is like calling bank. Did you call a uh, shutout? Hmm. I don't. I don't remember you saying it. Did I say it out loud? Oh no. Jesus, that's what we're going to go <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, sources say Lael Collins' suspension appeal cites excused absences from missed drug tests. One of them was the team. I do, if I remember correctly, one of the the team let them go early one day. Can't remember what it was for off the top of my head. Um, and then the other one was he was he was uh, let go early one day. It, I do believe his uncle or someone in his family passed away. So is it a little different than just finding out that someone there's no reason like they just didn't show up? Maybe. Maybe. Um, the, the family member passing away, that's, that's tough. You never like to hear that. Yep. Um, but as far as the, as far as the other one, it seems like the team's got his back. So yeah, maybe he better he stick around. Yeah. <laughs> He's, does that mean he takes a hometown discount when it's contract time? Hey, I think that's what they're banking on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jarvis Landry suffered a knee injury on the opening drive Sunday, uh, and was ruled out against Houston MRI scheduled. But it looks like it's just a sprained MCL so far. Last time I seen. All right. Well, I don't know. They don't get me wrong. Um, they beat Houston, but they didn't look great against Houston. And everybody and their mom said Houston's going to be dog shit this year. So, including me. <clears throat> yeah. So I think him being out is a big deal, and it's really. Hopefully the team doesn't do this because I don't want to see him come back too fast, but I think that's going to put more pressure on OBJ to get back because they need that. They need some more weapons out there, man. Um, hopefully it, they use them right too, I guess. But I'm almost trying to put this in here. Didn't Tyrod get hurt? Yeah. I thought you'd get to that next, but yeah. Yeah, no. Tyrod's out too. No, okay. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, the, you know, we do. you do know Tyrod Taylor's history, right? Like it looks like he's doing all right with the team. Looks like, all right, this is finally the spot. He gets injured, gets his job taken, and then he gets just sh- and gets the shit end of a stick. Yeah. Which it, is too bad, but I don't know if he has to worry about that in this. Because in same in same news, they also said that they Deshaun Watson will not be playing this Sunday either. Oh, shit. Were, yeah, yeah. Damn, so, another one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, three weeks in a row. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. but Me neither. All right. Uh, sources, Sim, uh, Ben Simmons won't report done with 76ers. And that's even including after the 76ers said they will pay, they will f- enforce a max fine for every day he misses a training camp. Yeah, just the day before that, I saw a report that said they were going to try to convince him to come. Like, yeah, of course you are. He's not coming back. After everything that was said, after every, you know, just every little bit from. The fact that they said, well, I don't know if we can win a championship with him to Embiid calling him out. Uh, All this, dude, there's no way he's coming back. You just, you might as well go try to trade him. I don't know what they're doing on the back end to actually try to get somebody for him or get some talent, get some money, whatever. I don't know if they're worried about like what they're not going to get back in return. If they, if it looks like they feel like they have to trade him. So teams aren't offering what they could or should. I don't know if that's the game, but the, the cat's out of the bag. Well, yeah, here's the deal. If you're, 
I don't know, say a Houston or something, right? And you're trying to trade for him. You know they have to get rid of him. You're not going to offer what you normally would. Right. Right? So. Well, there was there were rumblings that uh, the Timberwolves of all teams were looking into it, too. I'm not a Simmons guy. I, But he's a – so he's a great ball distributor and a, and a good on-ball defender. He's obviously well-documented, not a shooter. So don't you're not bringing him in thinking that he's going to save the world with his, with his jump shot. It is to distribute the ball. So maybe. I just don't think that ever fits well. You know, with a cat, I think Jimmy Butler called this out a couple years ago when he was with the Timberwolves, saying that uh, uh, Cat and um, what's that other guy? He went to the Warriors now. Small forward, uh, and the name escapes me. But they, he said they're no, they don't practice hard. They don't do any of that. They take that shit pretty. Not they, Wiggins, right? Yeah, Wiggins. It yeah. is. Yeah, He's yeah. like they don't take they don't take it serious. They don't like. They don't like trying to compete every day either. So I don't know if that's exactly the best place for Simmons to go, who has also been kind of talked about in that same tone. Yeah, I, I honestly think the best way for him to be successful is not in the point guard position as well. Um, he's He's got great handles, great vision. You put him up against, I don't know, what would be a better fit? Small forward, power forward, right? Nobody can defend him at that position, I don't think, the way he handles um, right, I almost but, think that'd be better for him, to be honest. But right, but he, I don't know. I have to disagree with you on that. I have to because at a small forward, all you're gonna do is just back up because he can't shoot. At least you're distributing when you're the point guard. You're at least moving. You're, there's some respect. They're almost treating him like Ron. They would almost treat him like Rondo in Rondo's earlier days. All right, we know you're not gonna shoot a three because you're garbage. So we're gonna back up 10, 15 feet and we can watch you try to pass the ball around instead. Yeah, I don't disagree. I but I think in this league you have to be able to shoot if you're a point guard now, right? You do. The very few can be successful without that. Right. That's that's more of my point. But I think he has to uh, as almost everything. They need a center to shoot threes. You know, that's that's the that's yeah. the way the game is today. So that's, he needs to be fair. able to shoot even no matter where he's at. Whatever he's doing, get to the gym. Like I I don't know if that was my job. I could pay. I don't I don't know. I, I just don't get just like how I. It never made sense to me, like, how Shaq ever shot that bad in free throws. I'm like, you literally get paid to go to a gym and shoot all day long. All day long. Whenever you want. Kobe was up at 2 in the morning, right, shooting before practice. Like, you can get better. Um, I guess the last thing I want to touch on with Ben is I think the only way for him to truly grow, because he's got the potential to be fucking phenomenal, Mm -hmm. um, he's got to have the right coach that really can push him and he listens to He's got to be willing to do that. Yep. Otherwise, I, I don't know. I mean, he's a good defender and everything. He'll be a fine player. But if he doesn't grow, man, I'll be really surprised and kind of disappointed, to be honest with you. Good. Uh, Broncos star linebacker Chubb to undergo ankle surgery. Uh, they do expect him back uh, before the end of the season, though. Yeah, that's a big deal for that defense, right? Um, they're also 2-0 and right now, so they've got a little room to breathe. But that still sucks. He's older. Um, so who knows if the recovery timetable is going to be the same as, you know, normal players too. But damn. Uh, one injured as Superdome roof catches on fire. Seen the video of it. It's a little crazy. Like, I, I was going to say when it rains, it pours. But you know what? Bounty gate, baby. That's what hey, we that. always go back to, bounty gate. That's uh, we, tough. And we will. That's called karma. So, you guys got away with the Super Bowl. That shouldn't have happened. 
<laughs> You're damn straight. Tell me Brett Favre. Bounty gate, bitches. Yeah. Eat it. Brett Favre was rolling. You guys did that shit dirty. There's no way we weren't going to win that year. And you took out a fucking, basically a contract. And this dude still walked out there like a boss. Like, I gained still even more playing. respect for him. He hopped. He was basically getting carried back out there after you went high and low on him, like blew him the fuck up, and he still was throwing up his middle finger at you. He still had a shot of beating you. You live and die by him. I mean, he threw across his body, and that's what eventually uh, gave the pick away at that point. But, you know, he could have ran for that wide open. I still envision it. could have ran for that wide open uh, nine yards and uh, kicked. <laughs> We're going to throw this in heavy quotations. Kick <laughs> a game-winning field goal. But uh, Rob Rivera, co-founder of Black Hole Section of Raider Fans, dies. A little sad. Damn, that's tough. I, I, like, the first thing I thought of, you know, uh, tying into our own team is uh, big boy Viking always raises up and shows his muscles and shit. Just a, just a big old big time fan. That's the first thing I thought of was, like, if that's what they felt like they, like their guy. Uh, big Ben has a pec injury that may threaten his availability for Sunday's game against the uh, Chris Shepard favorite Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, so with this injury, they might have a better chance to beat the Bengals. The name's escaping me. Who's the third string that we said could get bumped up to first string for the um, Steelers? Dwayne. Haskins, yes. Yep. Yep. So if... Ben is out and Haskins comes in and balls. They, they may in not my turn opinion, back. yeah, they may they may not turn back exactly. So if he sits, do you think they just do that then? Do you think they throw Haskins up and by, bypass Mason Rudolph? I don't know what he. I haven't heard what he looks like. I, I don't it's know Mason what Rudolph thinking. at this point. We've seen yeah. starts from him. I mean, the he's, he's famous fine, for one but, thing. He's famous for taking the helmets to the head. That's you know. Yeah, it, it depends on how they feel. If they, I mean, they've got some injuries on that defense. Yep. If they don't think the defense can carry them to a victory and they need some more offense, which they fucking do, you throw Haskins in there. You, you got to try. Um, I think he's a better fit. The play calling would have to change. They've got to – that offensive line is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, they just – they don't do enough, in my opinion. But, yeah, uh, ultimately, if Haskins comes in and balls out, that's a wrap, Ben. And that's what I have. So let's go ahead and kick it back over to you. We'll see where we go from here. Yeah, let's go through some college games that surprised us. We touched on Alabama. I don't know if you wanted to hit on anything else there, but surprise. Do you think it says more about Bama or more about Florida? I'm on the fence. I think it says more about... I think it says more overall about Florida and their way to compete. Um, but a rookie quarterback, as in, I'm sorry, a freshman quarterback, a freshman quarterback going into that hostile environment with fans in the stands, you know, they gained a little something here. Uh, you know, I mean, it's at the end of the day, this is the number 11 team in the nation. The almighty SEC, as everyone likes to point out, and you went in there with a rookie, and uh, or I keep saying rookie freshman, same thing. Tomato, tomato. It's yeah, fine. same thing. And you still eked out a victory in a in a hard hard environment that they were playing up for too. They, your Alabama's coming to your backyard, so they everyone played up. 
So you were right. It was 21 to three at the end of the first and Florida's ability to kind of storm back. So that's the reason why I said Florida gets the edge. And like what we learned from him is that they didn't just get beat up early on and like, God, we just, we're just losing to Bama. We're done. No, they, uh, they showed that they were going to go ahead and battle back. And then, um, Alabama and then that, uh, freshman showed that they, that they could deal with adversity and still pull out the victory. So, yeah, I think that definitely says, so Bryce Young is that freshman, right? Yep. Uh, for Bama. I think it does say a lot. People don't get enough credit, man. Basically when you're playing in a place like Florida, um, you're giving up, you know, six, 10 points to start the game. It's just so tough. Uh, the one thing I will say is that defense did look susceptible up the middle, um, in between the tackles. So if you're Georgia, you're watching this game on repeat and saying, where can we take advantage? Um, once we ultimately play them. Yep. Uh, but I guess with that transition, Georgia did their job. They whooped up South Carolina. Um, not much to say there. I am excited. So the, I think it's October 30th, Georgia, Florida. If they can both keep rolling, that's going to be one of the biggest games of the year. Yeah. Uh, because if Florida could pull it off against Georgia, man, we could end up seeing three SEC teams in the top four at the end of the year. I don't know if that's possible, but Georgia, uh, Georgia looks really good. So Georgia, as of recently, hasn't really had quarterback play. They've been very run dominant. They have like some of the top running backs in the in the nation that eventually go to the draft and turn into studs in in the NFL too. So to see that they have a quarter, some some pretty damn good quarterback play and JT Daniels, I think God, it's going to be a hell of a lot closer than Bama. Could, and like you said, the floor, the Florida Georgia one will be, that'll be a big time game, you know, like kind of putting them both themselves on, um, like uh, a gauge and see where they are. But I'm telling you, um, this may be the closest that they ever can. And and I'm not talking about splitting. They actually they could have a shot at knocking off Bama both times and actually being the title the the title leader, you know. And that's hard for me to say because I am a roll tide guy. But being real, top two teams, I think head and shoulders are Bama and Georgia, right, in the country. And Iowa. Yeah. I, I <laughs> We got to give them props, man. Yeah. Still still 5-0. But, yeah, no, there's, there's the cream of the crop. And that is yeah. Georgia and that is – are you sure you don't want to say Oregon? They're up there. I'm, I'm telling they? you they're going to be top four <laughs> at the end of the year. You're right, though. Uh, Bama and Georgia, the cream of the crop, they are on top. But that has to bring me into Clemson. What the hell is going on? Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. They're I know they won uh, 14 to fucking 8. But, bro, they've got a drop in the standing. This is insane. They, this is. They don't look like Clemson. Um, no. They Okay, yeah, a W yeah, is could. a W, but it's not. Well, you know what? There is a difference between having this guy and – having Trevor Lawrence, which is a huge drop off for anyone when you're following a hall of fame quarterback. So potential quarterback hall of fame. Here we go. Yeah. He's almost as bad as Trevor Lawrence, but so, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Clemson looks, they don't look good. Uh, Georgia tech's a fine yeah. team. They're not bad, but there's no reason you only beat them by six points. Disappointed in that game. So <laughs> DJ, you I probably slaughtered that, but, 126 yards passing. 
Spencer Petrus had more passing yards. And if you don't know who that is, that is Iowa's quarterback who cannot hit the broadside of a barn. Correct. He had more. And Iowa and does I do not believe, pass the ball regularly. No, and know? isn't Ugulile, is he not like a five? I think he was a five-star recruit when he five came star, in, too. Yep. Yep. I mean, he had a decently efficient day. He was 18 to 25, but just I don't know what's going on. There, I mean, I guess when you, miss, when you lose all those guys, and maybe Travis Etienne meant that much, too, because their running game isn't the same either. Yeah, running game's a big call out too. They just don't. They they don't look explosive. It, they're winning, but they're it's competitive. And when you're no at sh- that level, no shot at a natty. Uh, no, I don't think so anymore. No. no, no, no chance. They basically when they lost early, they had to beat everybody by fifty to get back in there. Yep. You know, from that point on, and they're yep. build that confidence not. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, hold on. Before I think you're gonna keep going down, but I want to make sure I call this out. Oklahoma, Nebraska. Yeah. For, I was before we talk about the score, did you see that interception? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it's something stupid, yep. That was amazing. It was. Uh, no, I wasn't even going to really talk that much shit on this one. I, I had Nebraska getting blown out. I had them losing by, they were 22.5 point underdogs. And I had yeah. I had Oklahoma covering that. Like, and actually probably won them by 30. That is not what happened. Uh, they won by 7. And in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. By the way. So yeah. so man. maybe they reduced a little bit of a rivalry there, you know, like from when they instead of trying to force a Nebraska Iowa one, they actually played in a true old school game. Well, what this says to me is when Oklahoma plays Iowa State, Iowa State's gonna fucking wipe the floor with them. That is insane yeah. that they were that close with Nebraska. Uh when we were talking about our upset picks of the week, I sarcastically mentioned this game because it, I was like, it's ridiculous. So I gotta no. You, there's no way you only beat that team by yeah. seven. Like, yeah, jeez, no excuse. No. Speaking of uh, your your Oregon Ducks, won forty eight to seven against Stony Brook. Yeah, Stony Brook. Uh, not much to say there. That's what was expected. They did what Oregon <laughs> shit or what uh, Oklahoma should have done to Nebraska. So, fine game. Keep it coming. Uh, we're gonna roll into the final four at the end of the year. <laughs> Uh, Iowa whooped up Kent State. We expected that, but they dropped 30. That was a little unexpected. They're usually more like 20, 24 range, 30 points. Uh, and they got, they got over 200 yards passing from Petrus. Uh, my guy, Tyler Goodson, though, buck 53 and three tutties. So that's uh, just going on to his Heisman resume. Let's go. Yeah, you know what? Even if you don't have the greatest stats, if we roll in, we – get close to sniffing the final four that playoff he could be in the conversation just you, they that, just so. they just need consistency at, at the quarterback play and we're ta- talking yeah. about a whole different a whole different team agree um uh, so i did see well ohio state rebound nicely but not <laughs> they still gave up 20 to tulsa who was 0 3 so 41 to 20 since he played a lot i mean ultimately they one by 14, but they played a way closer game to Indy than I expected, right? For you too, don't you think? A little bit, but they still beat them by 14. They're not one of the major, you know, they're not one of the uh, big five conferences. Power and six. Power six. Power six, sorry. Power six. six. But uh, since, he, since he, I think, can, if, the, if they were given the opportunity, they could really hang and bang with almost any team in the nation. And – Maybe they're not Alabama-esque. Maybe they're not quite uh, Georgia-esque, but I guarantee they could be if they were given the opportunity, they'd be a respectable top four. 
I really believe that. They they're consistently good in offense and defense. So agreed. Uh we got to get to I don't know, kind of a game of the week here. And that is Penn State beating Auburn by 8. 28 to 28 to 20. Um I'm going to I'm going to let you go ahead and lead with this one cuz you you brought up an interesting well, go ahead. Just go ahead. Yeah, so there was a play in the fourth quarter. Uh, so Penn State's up uh, 21-20, and they're, I believe it's a quarterback, is running, trying to get in the end zone, and he dives to get in the end zone. If you have not seen this play, check it out. They called it a targeting penalty, and the Auburn player got kicked out of the game, which was ridiculous. So he's diving for the end zone. The defender, I think it was their safety for Auburn, was diving to tackle him. And I think helmet made, in my opinion, incidental contact because you're both diving and he got kicked out of the game. There's, uh, there's a lot of tweets that are going around. Um, literally the, I can't think of the kid's name right now, but his daughter asked him, why did you get kicked out of the game? And he said, I don't know. I have no idea. He said, what am I supposed to do? Let him score. Yeah. You're at the one yard line. You're not. It, what obviously, if you're going to be a bang bang, especially if you're going at be. the one, right? This yeah. isn't like you were targeting, like launching yourself at his goddamn helmet on purpose. Like he's, I don't know. And it's so hard when they're if they're diving in any direction, you don't know where they're going to go exactly. Yeah. So you can't plan for that either way. But that was such a big call and such a big moment in the fourth quarter. God, I don't get me wrong. Maybe Penn State scores that touchdown. Maybe they just get a field goal. If they just get a field goal, it's twenty four to twenty. That's a different game. Yep. You know, um, such a big deal. But if you look the video up, check it out. Uh, bullshit. Just there's a lot of tic tac calls that are being done at the wrong time and just shouldn't be called it anyway. But that that had me fired up. I I'm not an Auburn fan necessarily, but come on, man, you got to let them play. Yeah, I agree. And if you are if you are Auburn, you should not be putting your head down anyway. You played one hell of a game. You went up into into a hostile environment at night. Penn State's tough too. Yeah, yeah. white white out night game, and you. And he kind of got shit on, so keep your head up. Like, I, what a, I don't know what they're. Hopefully, they don't let this. Uh, they don't let this shit linger here. They have a nice tune-up game before they start getting into their SEC play. They have Georgia State coming up. Let's go ahead and get right, and you guys will be. You guys will be just fine. Agreed. But, uh, yeah, we don't. We don't need to go too deep into it. Um, but one thing I will call out. Notre Dame, they they put it to Purdue. Uh, they won by fourteen. The drum didn't turn out to matter, as we all had. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it did. Maybe actually, maybe you know what? Did. Let's think about it the other way. Maybe it did. You're maybe right, it Jimmer. did. Maybe it sucked, it sucked the soul right out of them guys right there. Yeah, maybe it did. But um, to me, more than anything, I think Notre Dame's starting to find their footing. Uh, I think it actually says more about them. They're number twelve in the country. If they can keep their momentum going like this. You know, they could end up top 10 with another win. Um, Don't get me wrong, Purdue's not a great team, but it's the first time this year they've won a not close game. So, you know, the margin of victory is a big deal in college football. So, so let's go ahead and touch on your team, baby, your Pac-12 team. Oh, man. Yeah, UCLA uh, ended up getting beat. Fresno State's a good team. Are they good enough to beat UCLA? 455 passing yards from Fresno State's Jake Hayner. Insane. Yeah, that defense, they got lit uh, up. Uh, he threw 53 passes, which is nuts in college, really. But, yep. um, but yeah, they, they got a late touchdown and ended up beating UCLA. 
That's fine. Um, Fresno State's a fine team. I'm pissed because I yep. did pick them to thump Fresno State, but um, we'll see what they can do. You got to be able to bounce back um, in this sport, and whew, let's hope they do. I mean, hell, uh, Fresno State's only loss was against Oregon, and it was only by seven. So it isn't like you play. It isn't like UCLA played like a slap dick by any stretch of the imagination. So. Not, it isn't like it's a huge ugly one. UCLA is also still getting used to being pretty decent this year, so you know maybe a little growing pain there. Definitely, uh, gotta give a little props to Iowa State. Iowa State thumped UNLV forty-eight to three. That was cool to see. Um, I like it when Iowa State wins, as long um, as they're not playing as long Iowa. as they're not playing Iowa. Yes, yep. you're exactly right. Uh, Purdy had two eighty-eight, three touchdowns. Uh, Brees Hall had 100 yards and two touchdowns. So, so they, Brees Hall doing Brees Hall thing. Exactly. Okay. Stud. Yeah. Stud. No. Um, uh, I. Th- this is what they always do. You know. Uh, we have we have some buddies that are Iowa State fans, and they claim every year they always had that rough couple games to start it off. You know, <laughs> like some some that make no sense, like why they lost the game here and there, and then they roll. They lost to Iowa. I think they're about to roll the rest. Like it's gonna be difficult. Oklahoma will be by far their biggest test, and and they didn't look good against Nebraska, so they could no. thump Oklahoma too. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know where that game is at. That'd be interesting. Is that one at Norman? Yeah, let me look. I'll, I'll look it up quick. Keep talking. Yeah, it's at OU. It it's is at OU. So, um, that's fine. That's still not bad. I mean, you the rest of yours, West Virginia will be. Kansas State, it don't matter. Iowa State, they're on, they're they're playing at a different level right now. They'll be just fine. That defense is the best in the Big Twelve. I almost think that loss against Iowa could be what puts them in a better position at the yeah. end of the year. You know, well, first I mean? off, it isn't a bad loss. Look yeah. at it. Yeah, I mean, you lost the number five team in the nation. Okay, yeah. exactly. And potentially the number two or three, number one, two or three team. We'll see. It's all said and done. I guess we'll just have to see how that breaks yeah, down. We'll see. <laughs> Imagine if Florida beats Georgia at the end of October, we could be popping in that top four real quick. Yeah. So, yep. um, West Virginia technically upset Virginia Tech. I don't think it should have been. Tech, I don't think it should have been considered one. I, I thought West Virginia was a better team anyway. Virginia Tech, they're still you know rolling off that high of uh, what was that week one? North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. So I think they just jumped the jumped the ball on that one for calling that a underdog, but. Yeah, and then Coastal Carolina, they did their thing. They only won by three against Buffalo, but Buffalo's a pretty solid team. Yep. Um, Coastal Carolina could run the table again this year. They they could be awesome, but they're just they don't play a difficult enough schedule to really pop up. I mean, I think realistically, like uh, top eight is like their ceiling. I don't think they can get much higher than eight, but solid team nonetheless. Good win. Um, Old Miss sixty one points against Tulane. Jesus. Yeah. Some of these games are crazy because then North Carolina had 59 too. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. BYU over Arizona State. I thought Arizona State was going to pull that off, but 27-17, maybe you need to be showing some love to BYU here. Uh, our, yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. Ob- obviously showing they're not just, uh, just a Texas thumper. Yep. Arkansas maybe, solid, man. Maybe someone to be uh, a force to be reckoned with this year. Hey, maybe that'll help Texas in the long run. If Arkansas can get that top 15, top 10, that loss is only going to look better. So, Arkansas must have heard me talk when I said that the SEC is no different or no better than the rest of the nation outside of the top like few that are the cream of the crop. 
the rest of their conference, just like everyone else's, can compete with anybody. Every time you like, hold my beer. Watch this. We'll go ahead and bring the tail end up here. Yeah. Then what else do we got? I mean, uh, Miami got throttled. Throttled <laughs> okay. by Yeah, let's Michigan touch State. on that. Yep. Uh, Michigan State whooped that ass. Yeah. That wasn't even. <laughs> so, definitely probably the last time we see Miami in the top 25 this year. Yeah. Remember that stat. Bama thumps you early in the season yeah. on neutral ground. There, you are. there it is. You're going to lose five games at least. And Miami's already at two. So, man, the football gods have something to say about this. Michigan State looks good, too. Got to give them credit, man. Yeah. That, uh, you know. That being said, we got to roll into some NFL. NFL. You know, we'll kind of do some Sunday Sunday recap here. Don't need to go extremely. Well, we'll see. We always say it won't go too heavy, and then we end up getting redonkulous with it, but. Um, then we'll obviously go ahead and chat about that Monday night game, which I knew we were going to hear. I knew we were going to hear from Aaron Rodgers because Lord knows we couldn't. I told you so. There was some games this weekend, man. There was. Holy shit. There was. So let's go ahead and start with the heartbreaker. Let's get it out of the way right now. This is where Wish Rio was here. So we go ahead and hear him chime and talk shit. That's uh, all right. I got some for him. So the, the Vikings lost on a last second field goal. Not shocked. I'm not blaming it on the kicker. There were so many things that went uh, went awry. So I'm not doing the Rio where he blamed the first game where his kicker missed this, and that's the reason why they lost. They, they missed these field goals. That's why he lost to Tampa Bay. No, you lost Tampa Bay because you're the worst team. That's probably the case right here too. The Cardinals are probably a better team. Maybe I have it overhyped, but my point is, it wasn't a this wasn't a kicker issue. There was defense played good, but not good like. All the time. Like, when you let a Kyler Murray get out there, stupid stuff happens. He threw for 400 yards. He man. threw for 400 yards. Like, that's he had tough. a lot of pressure on him. I mean, we, uh, our guy, Daniel Hunter, did have three sacks on him, and uh, Dalvin Cook was running all over the place. But here's the thing. This is the reason why you know that we were playing pretty damn decent defense. Yeah, he threw for 400 yards. Absolutely. He threw for three touchdowns. Arizona's leading receiver. Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Yep. Not DeAndre. Not to Christian Kirk. Not who, even AJ. Who locked up DeAndre? Is that that old guy we have on our defense? Yeah. Is that, is that right. what Rio would say? Is old it, ass. Yeah, that old Patrick ass, Peterson. Yeah, Patrick Peterson. Huh. Huh. Weird. Rio, if you're listening, call in. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and call in. Call in from that COVID phone. <laughs> <laughs> COVID nineteen. Yeah. So. I don't know. Me and you chatted about this. We don't know what they can do to correct it. Their defense needs to get better. I think their offense is going to be fine. Kirk didn't piss me off as much in this game as he did in the first game. I mean, there was still some like usual where I'm like, God damn, just throw the damn ball away. But not as many. But not as many. Right? And he did. I think you couldn't really blame it on that. There were some big time busted plays when we needed it, when we needed a stop. When you had him rolled out, when he hit that Rondale Moore one deep ass touchdown, that was like the life out of the building right there because we had uh, we had a three and out the previous series against them, and it seemed like we were taking control of the game, and then we were crashing in on him on that particular play. He rolls out, and he does some Kyler Murray type shit where he launches downfield. There's Rondale Moore wide open, which wide, wide open. Wide, which which I don't know if he should or shouldn't be at that point. I mean, like I said, it looked like the the pocket was caving in on him. And, yep. 
We struggle against mobile quarterbacks. We do. It's going to be a rough one this week, too, because we have Russell. I do think they're going to win. They're finally playing the Seahawks at Minnesota instead of Minnesota going up to, you know, let's also remember that both of these games were on the road. Minnesota's right. first two games were Finally on the road. at home. Yeah. We're coming home yep. to, uh, to a stadium that is ready to rock. I promise you that. Yeah, and for all of whether you're a Vikings fan or not, if you're a Kirk Cousins hater, you have to give him credit. The first two games, he's led us and put us in position to win the game. He got screwed by a fumble in the first game, and then this last one was a missed field goal. We, we should have won, could have won either. We lost, whatever, that's fine. But he did his job to put us where we needed to be. Now, we could have been in a better spot for a field goal. I don't understand that decision. Yeah. Um, not trying to gain a few yards. No, but... I, and we were kind of just like letting it chew down clock. I'm like, yeah. dude, you had control. They weren't stopping you. Let's go ahead and try to. Yeah, give us five, I don't ten know. yards. Whatever. I don't know if some things started like running in his own head, thinking about Dalvin Cook fumbling the week before. and Maybe. But, you know, ghosts. Regardless, Kirk hey. put us in the good spot. Um. My uh, wonderful son here, Quentin, just showed back up from practice. And uh, this last weekend, uh, some flag football action, because we don't have tackle football in our town at his grade level, uh, threw two touchdown passes. One of them looked like a dime in the back of the end zone. Go ahead and say hi, Quentin. Hi. We'll talk into it. Hi. MVP, Quentin. Yep. Let's go, did buddy. You, did you guys end up winning that? Yes. <laughs> nice work, kid. Inside your mom. Love you, bro. Nice work, Quentin. Too bad he's uh, the Raiders. We got to change that up. But. Yeah. You know, they were supposed to be Tampa Bay, I guess. And in fact, they still called them at that at one of those games, like the Jamboree. They were still calling them the Buccaneers. But the Buccaneers evidently are a popular team since they won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. So Bandwagon shit. Uh, um, We don't need to dwell on the Vikings too much, right? No, like, no. that sucks. Cardinals, props. Kyler Murray looked fucking great. Yep. But, uh, no 2-0. The Bears... Vegas called this perfect, right? Weren't they three-point favorites? Yep. Yeah. So, so you what do you no, got to say? You have nothing extra to say here? <laughs> You're just going to try to roll over it? Uh, well, I guess to be clear for everybody listening, uh, we will do our proper 12 shots uh, when Rio gets back from COVID. Um, Jimmer. You lost a whiskey wager? Is that what you're saying? Oh, actually, Rio didn't bet. This one was, wait, was this one? No, this wasn't even the bet. Never mind. Oh, okay. It was San Francisco, and then it was New Orleans. Never mind. Regardless, okay. regardless, you were uh, still we did shit argue wrong it. Yeah, we did argue it. Uh, we thought the Bengals would pull it out, and that defense looked good. But then, like we said, we have that injury. Um, so if Fields comes in and he plays next week, my opinion could change a little bit. We'll see what it looks like. The play calling's got to change and things like that, though. Yeah, we kind of touched on them a little bit in the beginning part. So not gonna go too much into it. They. Um, I don't like rooting for that team. I do like Justin Fields, though. I really do. I don't know what you're waiting on. It's cute. They're, Dalton's feelings shouldn't be hurt. You're a career backup at this at this point in your career. You know that, yeah. that's what you are, and be okay with that. You're gonna be you're gonna be the top paid backup quarterback in the league. Everyone's gonna want to pay you because why wouldn't you want Andy Dalton to be your backup? Right. Agreed. You know? Then uh, uh, Texans Browns Jimmer. That game was way closer than anybody expected, right? 31-21 doesn't sound great, but it was closer than that. I hate to I hate to hate on anything, especially after a victory. You still won by double digits. Um and and my uh my oldest son, it's one of his favorite teams is the Browns. 
And he that's and for context, he liked them before they started winning too. So but that being said, um is that quarterback gonna hold them back? Is Baker Mayfield going to hold them back from their ultimate goal? Does he have that he was great in college, but does he have that that thing to go ahead and take and separate you? Yeah, I think he does. Um okay. I, I think what holds him back is actually the play calling. So they're they're such a run dominant team. But being a run-dominant team where Nick Chubb has 11 carries for 95, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Baker was great. 19 for 21, Jimmy. I don't know if you know that. 19 for 21 is fucking insane. It is. And he got hurt. I think he got hurt, what, middle, right around halftime? He got hurt early in the game, then came back, and he was fine. Um, His left shoulder had to get popped back into place. That's fucking always tough. Nope. But I, I think Baker's fine. I think he can take them. I. At their peak is what I'll say. At their peak, I th- could see them beating the Chiefs in the playoffs because ultimately it's probably who it goes through. Um, they could beat them. They could. You're telling me they have a chance to beat either Buffalo or the Chiefs. Now that's that's where I have to think, right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know it if they could where beat the seeding's going to yeah. end up. Yeah, because I think Buffalo is a different, just well, a different well, beast. They've well, got Buffalo, a lot more weapons. Buffalo plays in a easier co- a division too. You know, as what I so mean. So it'll is, be at Buffalo. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Buffalo could end up with a one seed. Yeah. AFC West is playing tough, right? So far. I mean, like we said, it's been a weird NFL season so far. Two games in. And but ultimately, even what we were looking over, the Bill is still playing the easier division this year. Those other two those other three teams are all still learning. They all are starting, you know, um young quarterbacks. They're still yeah. getting used to their own thing. Miami was probably their biggest uh, quote unquote competitor, but we'll see. We'll see on that part. But it, like we're talking about the AFC West, who's what balling with Broncos and the Raiders, the surprise the Raiders, team. Yeah, like what the hell is Derek going on Carr there? For like MVP, jumping off the Winston wagon. We're going on uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, you so need to Derek ride. Carr for you MVP, need to, baby. You need to dick ride somebody else. <laughs> Jameis ate that W and he, he got did. too full for week two. He did. Uh, but, yeah, to answer your question, I think Baker's fine. I think the play calling has to get better. They really – man, Texans are going to play some teams tough this year, and that's fine. But they sh- the Browns are so much better. They've got so much more talent. The defense is so much better. They should have thumped it by, I don't know, 20 probably. So 10 points is – it's just not enough. I, I know that's weird, uh, double digits, but in my opinion, that's not enough. You, you've got to do more. And also Landry got hurt, like we said, so yeah. – which might may throw Baker's comfortability out. That's kind of always been his outlet since he's been there as Jarvis. Right. You know, it, when they're trying to force feed into his head early on, Odell, Odell, Odell. You know, it just kept going back to Jarvis, and Jarvis does his thing for him. So that could have been in his head a little bit too. Yeah. Or into the play calling itself. Um, well, vaguely touch. Uh, Rams did win 27-24. Um, they they also lost Darrell Henderson with a rib injury. Don't know if that's going to go into um, big game coming up. Yeah, that's a huge game. Huge. So real quick, fantasy implications. If Darrell's out, so this Sony Michelle. It's the Sony ahead. show. Yeah. Is it Sony show? Because he looked all right. I think he had what was it nine carries, forty one yards. Yeah, he looked fine when they needed time to when they needed uh, time to be chewed off the clock. There, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, and it gives him. I mean, w- would you say Sony's a better receiver out of the backfield too than Henderson? I I, I think uh, he's got the edge, 
right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but at bare minimum, they're not going to miss a beat, though. I mean, yeah. hopefully they don't get on this Niners-Ravens train where we, you know, they start getting all banged up. But Yeah, the tough thing is, so L.A., when we're talking about next week, so they beat the Colts. Because they, they already lost Cam Akers, by the way, beginning yeah. of the season. So we're on to our third running back quietly right now. Right. So they beat the Colts. Uh, tougher wins to get out. Hey, two ankle sprains. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but they they play the Bucks coming up. And I think with Tom Brady, they, they're going to be smart enough to know that the pass defense for the Rams is much better than the run defense. So we could see some huge running game, you know, whether it's touchdowns, rushing yards, whatever from Tampa versus Tom Brady having a huge game, which puts so, me in a tough spot because Brady's my quarterback. As well. So that offensive line better ball out, right, for for the Bucks. Agreed. Totally agree. Uh, you know, I did want to mention the Rams. So that's a beautiful stadium. Oh my. Agreed. Oh, uh, you my. noticed that too. Yeah, definitely agree. And they actually put Rams fans in the seats. Unlike the chargers who are going to be discussed upon here a little bit later with the chargers chargers. You just need to like cut bait, go back to San Diego, tell them you're sorry. You were loved in San Diego. You were not, you're not even second fiddle in LA. You were, you know, probably the fourth, not, not even the fourth. There may be hockey teams they like more. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, you have the Lakers, you have uh, the Rams, you have USC. It's, come on. Bad idea, man. But, yeah, I know that uh, this next week, Rams, Buccaneers will be one hell of a game to watch. Yeah. And, uh, hey, it's not even a primetime game. That's a late Fox game. Yeah. We'll see. Uh I'm excited for it regardless because I think those are the two best teams in the NFC at this point. But yeah, yeah. Um, so then we're looking at the Bills, Dolphins. We don't have to touch on them much. <laughs> I did say they were going to thump the Dolphins. Dolphins defense didn't look great. Josh Allen had a decent comeback game. I mean, he only had 179. Here was the key: Devin Singletary, 82 yards rushing. Yeah, that doesn't happen in Buffalo. That w- they balanced it out. They played well and they put it to Miami. Um, two us out. That's mm. fine, but. Buffalo is starting to look better. Uh, that's what we expected. You know, do, you, do you realize how difficult it is to skunk a team in the NFL? It happens, I think, on average one, one two times a year out of all the games played. And even without even without Tua, usually a backup quarterback, you'll get a field goal. You'll get one thing. Because at the end of the day, you try to get down in there and you'll be like, hey, we're not going to get shut out. We're at least going to kick a field goal. You shut out a NFL team, so 35-0. I mean, that, that's not just a thumping. That's an ass-whooping. That is, especially when you look at Miami's defense was one of the best in the league last year. Yeah. So. Yep. And deal. then we get down to Patriots-Jets, 25-6. to We already talked. Mac <laughs> Jones, let's go. Yeah. Um, Damian Harris looked uh, looked all right in his rebound game. And it, when I say rebound game, he had a, he had a very good first game. I'm not. I would be lying to you if I wasn't thinking. God, I would hate to be a Damian Harris owner, because we know what Bill Belichick does to the guys that fumble the ball. They may not touch the ball the rest of the season. Like I've seen guys lose lose it for the rest of the season after that. Yeah, nice. I think Sony's been in that spot a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twenty five six. I don't know if we really gained much knowledge other than we already is stuff that we already knew. We knew Belichick shuts down rookie quarterbacks. He he throws them stuff that they'd never seen before, and they get flustered and it hurts. So that, I think that's kind of more what we've seen than what we're going to see from the Patriots. 
Yeah, agreed. I, I their defense is great. Um, they'll keep them in games. The offense, I don't know if they are consistently going to put up twenty five though. Mac Jones, we'll see. I did like, like I said earlier, I, I like Mac Jones. I think he helped, especially that rundown where he helped push him in the end zone. Big deal. Uh, more to come though. Game two. He's, so we'll he's see. A, he's a competitor. I think. Uh, I think the Patriots will do. One hell of a transition. You go from losing arguably the goal, the goat, or he is the goat, and the goat. Yep. It's kind of like God, the damn Packers. You know, after the after Favre left, they get they, Aaron Rodgers. They get Aaron yeah. Rodgers. So yeah. we could be on another Patriots, you know, run here after a while. Maybe not to the same tune, but still not enough for, you know, I don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs very many, very many more times. Uh, we'll we see. do have the Niners. Beating the Eagles, but the game was pretty damn close, seventeen to eleven. Yeah, this was the first warm whiskey wager. Yeah, and this was actually a two on one here, so this was Rio and myself. Yeah, against you, you got lucky. You didn't get goaded into Rio's seven points. You kept it at six, and that's exactly how it ended. So, good call. Um, but the the Eagles, uh, who uh, damn. Who do we talk about? Who got hurt? That's going to be a big part going forward for their defense. For who? The Eagles. Oh, uh, Brandon Graham. Graham, yeah. So that that's going to be huge for them. Their defense has looked phenomenal the first couple games. But at the same time, the Niners just keep getting hurt everywhere. Uh, fuck, I, I'm a little worried about them going forward. So They do. Uh, Jalen Hurts still had a beautiful game, at least as a runner. Uh, passing wasn't up there, but... Yeah, 12 for 23 is – that's tough. Yeah, but he still ran 10 times, 82 yards in a tutty. So, you know, we'll see We'll see how it goes. But e- either way, I know that this guy doesn't have to take double shots. That's what I know. Yeah. Hey, uh, they're – Niners are 2-0. and I mean, you got to give them credit, right? So, they went into Philly. They won. So. I'm just saying. Two I know. Up. I know they're your Super Bowl pick. So no, they weren't Super Bowl oh, oh. division champs. Oh, division champs. Well, so. we'll touch on this in a little bit. But not all <laughs> two and zero records are created the same. Right. Okay. So or zero and two for that matter. Or zero and two. You're damn right. The um, we touched on the Raiders already, right? On Friday night, I think we talked about them beating the Steelers. Yep. Um. So then, go ahead. I know the next one's yours. Ah, Panthers. Paid. Uh, Panthers, Panthers, Saints. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know. I think you're down two warm whiskey wagers now. So the score of this game was 26 to seven, and I don't even know if it was even that close. Uh, we all were. I do believe we were all were on Sam Darnold. Like I yes. think when you're with the Jets, damn, that hurts, you know. And he had so he has so much potential, and I was like, dude. People were giving up on him too soon. Uh, Carolina might have might have got away with getting their franchise quarterback. Three hundred five, two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey doing Christian McCaffrey things. I mean, he didn't have exactly a, an, a ridiculous amount of rushing yards, but twenty four carries, seventy two yards, and a touchdown. DJ Moore looking like he's going to go to a Pro Bowl this year. Eight receptions, seventy nine yards, and a touchdown. Um, we'll see how. Uh, so I picked Robbie Anderson to do better than his draft position. Not looking great so far. DJ Moore is the guy. Christian McCaffrey is really number two. Yep. Um, 
So that's looking tough. But Carolina looks fine, man. So your, what was it, 83 touchdowns and zero interceptions? That was on the... That's out the window, right? I think, I think we're no That's out the window. There. So the touchdowns is definitely down to... He's back down to average now. He's averaging 2.5. But he threw two interceptions. So there's Jameis that we know. Yeah, he... He, he also took four back. sacks. He was a leading rusher, which is not good. He had 19 yards rushing. Yes, he had touchdown on that, but Jameis isn't a runner. If anything you know about Jameis, he's not. He's not. I'm not saying he can't run. I'm just he hasn't been a runner throughout his career. Right. Um, Alvin Kamara, eight carries, five yards. Yeah, I don't know what that says more about. I don't think the Carolina's defense is that great, so it makes me worry about the Saints. Uh, if that's possible. I, to where Kamara has that bad of a game, the Saints could be in for a rough stretch here. I didn't. I'm telling you, I made this uh, clear in our NFC predictions. I said we were sleeping on the Carolina defense. Pointed out the players that they have, the pieces they have in place, and and their head coach is uh, a defensive-minded coach himself. So, uh, J.C. Horn, their rookie, had a interception. Yeah, so either way. Just like I thought it would. Saints are back down to earth, and it's going to be rough for them to get those other three wins that they need to get my prediction. So You know damn well Jameis is <laughs> going to have another game where he throws five touchdowns. So That'll be a game that they need it because it'll, it'll be that same game he'll throw four interceptions. But just to be clear, I'm off the Jameis bandwagon. Uh, he's not going to throw 85 touchdowns. So who are you on? Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, he's on pace for 76 and a half touchdowns this year. Okay, so that's so that's where I'm going. He's my fantasy quarterback anyway, so so there you go. He obviously won't get that, yeah. But fuck, he he could get over fifty pretty easy. So at this rate. so a little like keeping it updated for the listeners. Where are you at in fantasy? Because we do have a whiskey wager on that too. Yeah, so I think I'm at two. You're at three right now, right? Wins? No, I'm so I'm two and zero. Oh, you're two and zero, oh, but yep. as far as points and all that. Yep. So I think I'm two. You're three. Right there. We're we're really close though. Right there. This baby. is fucking. This is fun. Dude. I told you. Yeah. This is. Fun. This is. Uh. This is gonna come down. And Rio had a dumb dumb week. Like. Uh, I think he put up like. I think he had. Cortland Sutton is not gonna play that good every week. No. Cortland so, Sutton's a good receiver, yeah. but he's not gonna put up that. No. His uh, one thing we got to be scary of though, I guess, is he did steal Rob Gronkowski. That Jesus Christ. So dating so, back to the Super Bowl. Gronkowski has six touchdowns in three games, two, two, two. Yep. Automatically, that puts you in the top. I don't know four tight ends. Like yeah. just with that, yeah. fuck, that was a steal, man. Yep. Yeah, and that could that could help him. It really could. Yeah, it could. Uh, so we'll go ahead and move on from that. You. So we are going to now that we got through that part, we are going to pay up on these whiskey wagers after our little buddy Rio. Gets back from playing sick, and uh, we'll get that video recorded up too. So, watch Danny drink some whiskey. Probably get wasted after his two shots. Yeah, Rio will be out for I don't know, probably another week or something. So, we'll have a wager before this weekend between Jimmer and myself, um, and we'll we'll put a video up before that too. But uh, yeah. we'll pay up either way. I'll probably have to sleep on the couch at Jimmer's <laughs> because my wife's not going to be happy with me. No, she's so. not. So we'll see what happens. Thought you guys were recording over there. <laughs> Jokes on you, going there to get bombed. Exactly. So mentioned earlier, two and O teams. So two and O. Not all two and O records are made the same. Okay. The Broncos is one of those teams. So they started off with the Giants, and then now beat the Jaguars. 
That's not the same as, say, an Oakland who beat Baltimore and then the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? But with all that said, they're 2-0. and You got to give them credit. Yeah. How, how do you feel about them? They they beat up the Jags. They beat up your Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, what do you what do you think? I just throw shit. We guys just gotta throw shit like that, now, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, first off, like I'm, I still gotta stick to one thing. So I love the way Teddy's playing. Uh, so don't ever get a misconstrued. I'm a fan of him. I wish he could have worked out in Minnesota. Um, it was a like horrendous Teddy. injury when it happened. Um, and then. And then uh, when we needed a quarterback and the Jets, was it the Jets that he was at for a minute? Uh, Teddy? Yeah, just for a minute before he got traded. Because then he got traded to New Orleans. And Yeah, I think it was the Jets. Yeah, I yeah, think it was for, the Jets. Yeah. So they were looking for someone to trade with. I was like, Minnesota, go ahead and grab this guy. Because all it is is $10 million. It was a $10 million contract at the time. Either way, what I'm getting at is he's playing – He's playing pretty damn well, but I still got to stick to they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be competitive. Just don't know if they have the it when it comes down to it. When it comes down to, all right, Teddy, we need you to go out and get this. And we need you to make um, back-to-back. Um, I need We need you to lead two spectacular back-to-back um, scoring drives. Don't know if he's going to have it when it comes time. He, I would love for him to prove me wrong in this one. But uh, in this game, he went 328 and two touchdowns. Um, not much from the running game. I mean, 13 carries, 64 yards for Javante. But Cortland Sutton, like you already alluded to, nine receptions, 159 yards. Big day. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Broncos are 2-0. and We talked about that. Oakland's 2-0. They both run the division right now. I, I said Oakland. said uh, Vegas. I say Oakland way too often. So they're both 2-0, leading the division. You think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs? I Every week, Jimmer, I'm buying more and more into Derek Carr. I think I don't think mm-hmm. three teams make it to playoffs out of that division. If, right now, if I had to bet, I would say Denver's the one that misses out. Whoa. I got to disagree. So... It's a very nice story. I'm a huge Derek Carr guy. Uh, wish we would have gotten him when he was drafted. That's the same year that we took Teddy instead. Um, at the end of the day, the Raiders are playing very nice, inspirational football. Derek Carr is playing nicely. Something's going to go wrong. I hate to say that, but the year that they looked like they were uh, a Super Bowl contender. Do you remember that? I think it was Jack Del Rio was their head coach. Yep. They look like they're the one team that can knock off the Patriots. Like, that's the type of team they had rolling. I mean, I think they saw Cleo Mack. They saw, I mean, they had ballers. Uh, what was it, 12 wins I think they had? Last game of the year, Derek Carr gets his back broken. Was that the one where he broke his back or his foot? His back happened eventually, but something always happens. I still don't believe you sit there and strip all those pieces out. You were trading all these offensive line pieces. Cutting other guys, trying to do this, that, and the other. Um, I think I'll come back. Like I said, nice story. I hope that isn't the case. Um, a family, late great friend of ours is a huge Raiders fan, uh, James. 
he, I, I don't know, maybe maybe some weird shit's happening from, from above there, I guess. Because uh, my son ended up with the Raiders jersey for yeah. his flag football it's team. so cool. You know, a little weird, 2-0 and on the season. I, I still think the Broncos are the better all-around team. Listen, all right, you said your piece. Here's Here's my thing. I don't disagree with anything you just said. On paper, basically, the Raiders should lose most of the rest of the season. Okay, they should have lost the first two games. We even predicted they win what two? Maybe I think Rio might have had them at three games. Yeah, right. They it doesn't make sense where they're at, but they keep winning because of the, the play calling is such a big deal. That defense is turning out to be really good. So I don't have any like legitimate. I can't point to something and say this is why they're going to win. But for some reason. They're going to win so many ball games we don't expect. You're right. So that team, the, when they won, mm-hmm. I think it was 12, maybe 13 games that year. But it, when they did that, they had a lot of studs. They don't. They quite frankly don't, man. Right. Um, the offensive line is depleted, but they're winning these games. So they're. I I, I just feel like they're only going to get healthier. I um, The one thing I got I could is- see him at this point. God damn. I don't even have a reason for saying this. I could see them winning 10 games and making the playoffs, though. Like, nah. I, I, and I don't even have any like reason, but they just feel no, they're yeah, a feel good team. Yeah, no, you know what no I mean? good reason. Yeah. The one thing I do have to say is the maturation of Derek Carr. So he isn't. He, yes, you see, like the what was it? Was that week one? Eighteen targets for Darren Waller. But these are receivers. He's actually winging the ball to too. Like Brian Edwards is getting some play. Hunter Renfro, um, Henry Ruggs, I think had had a game in this one. You know. And, Starting to show these pieces, he's not just showing that he's a dump off quarterback right now. I think he finally is starting to get that little out of his head. I don't know if he was so skittish because, like I said before, he had got his back broken. Maybe he'll be a little gun shy and trying to get the just dump off. And hey, and to give you some credit, this could be the sign. So against the um, the Steelers this past week, they they threw the ball all over the place. And earlier in the season, you said there were going to be a lot of targets taken away from Waller. First game, definitely wrong, right? First game, he had a shit ton of targets. But if this past game is more of what the future holds, you could be spot on with that. And if that is the case, they have a better shot at winning, don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Carr, I mean, Carr threw for 382. Henry Ruggs had his first 100-yard game, 113 and a touchdown. If they're being successful, you can't it, like I said, the the Waller one, especially last year, they were chasing from behind all the time. So you go with the comfort and he's and he's a special athlete. So I mean he's he's a top three top three tight end in this league. So there's no argument there. Yeah. But to be successful, if you're really gonna grow as a team, you're not going just one guy. You know, you're not you're spreading it around. All right, uh, we'll keep her going here. Buccaneers uh beat the Falcons forty eight to twenty five. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how much we even need to really talk about on this. I mean, yes, your your boy Mike Evans did come back. I got to give you some love there. Five receptions, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. He always gets those, like, inside the five touchdowns, right? Yep. That's that's a little bit what worries me, but he gets the touchdowns. Bra- Brady, like you said, is on pace for 76 and a half touchdowns. Um, is that, was that the number? Yeah, I think that's about right, yeah. So that's also – that's only that's only a half – yeah, about half more – a touchdown than my golf team did in <laughs> our beer it. scramble. We went ahead and put down 76 tall boys as a team to go ahead and bring uh, bring back a championship. Shout out to Luke, Jared, Rio, 
And uh, when I first told Danny, I was like, you know, we put down 76 beers. He's like, damn, that's a lot. He's like, but I honestly thought you could do better. I'm like, Danny, they were tall boys. I'm like, Danny, makes I, put, a difference. I, I put down 23 plus tall boys, which equals over 30 beers. Yeah. In an 18 hole golf course where we still shot under par. We shot five under legitimately before they took the strokes off for the 76. Yeah. So no, we won props this with like to you guys for sure. That's fucking awesome. You said it was your Super Bowl. Yeah. Just like going to Vegas. We didn't go there to lose. And you damn well fucking won. So definitely props to you guys. That's a hell of a deal. Too bad you don't get a trophy though. We could have put that up back. Yeah, too, I know. So. I'm, I, that's one thing I got to, I'm a little disappointed and I wish they would have had a trophy. Uh, played this out at uh, Buffalo Run Golf Club in uh, North Springs, Iowa. Hey, hopefully we brought enough uh, money in for uh, for him, so next year there will be one, and then he will just have to backdate it for. So how did it go? I am curious. I'm assuming you had to buy the beers there. Yeah. So did they literally? Uh, you had a trash bag, I think. Yeah. Did they literally count them each yes. one? Yes, they did. At the end, holy shit! Yeah, that's man. a lot of fucking cans to count up. <sighs> yeah. Hey, nice work. I wouldn't be able to swing shit if I had what you had. Basically, call it 30 beers, right? I wouldn't be able to swing a club. I'd have been in the cart the whole time. Like, go ahead. Take this one for me. I'll go ahead and (laughs) I'll drink three more beers to catch up. So that also helped too. I was like, well, if I shot a shitty shot, I'll just make it up for make up for it here with a chug of beer quick. Uh, My putting was on point. So take what you can get, man. Yeah. Yep. Um. So Cowboys. Cowboys, Chargers. First of all, all right, Cowboys won. Let's get that out of the way. Rio, eat shit. But at the end of the game, if you didn't watch this, you need to look at some interviews, figure out what happened, because the Cowboys almost fucked this up. So they're winding down the clock. Mm-hmm. They're about to kick a big field goal. Greg the leg came through. By the way, my fantasy kicker. Kickers <laughs> kickers are good for something, Jimmer. No, they're not. Uh, Eat shit and he, die. He ultimately kicked a 56-yard field goal, which is fucking awesome. Clutch, man. Came through in a hostile environment. Great job. But Hold on. I got to stop you right there. Hostile environment, well, my touche, ass. Touche. Because the Cowboys yeah, filled that stadium with Cowboy fans, that. and that's yeah. exactly what happened because there's no LA, LA Chargers fans. All right. You've seen that, right? Yeah. So you know I'm not bluffing. Yeah. You, you, so they played a, they played right. a home game on the West Coast. Appreciate you. Yeah. Go ahead. Best case, they played in a neutral environment. Not right? even, No, not even neutral. <laughs> not even new. This was Cowboy Land, too. So uh, time's winding down, and I think when they finally called the timeout, there's four seconds left. But McCarthy did not know. Dak did not know how much time was on the clock. They both had their excuses. McCarthy said his offensive coordinator – couldn't see the clock. Dak had a different excuse. They almost had to go to overtime because they would have let the clock run out. They won the game, but man, that says a lot to me. I don't know what you think, Jimmer. I know you didn't see that story, but fuck, that says a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there with you. It's, um, uh, I'm not sold. I'm, I'm telling you I'm not sold on them. And in reality, they probably should have lost this game anyway, but... I'm not even go. I'm not even gonna go the cowboy hate route. I'm just saying they're they're gonna get in their own way at bare minimum. I mean, you just seen the, exactly. This is game two over something silly over a time thing, and then you guys can't all get your on the same page of what happened either. Um, the only other thing I want to point out there, and you can say your piece, but they need to trade Zeke and start Tony Pollard. You know damn right. We've been saying that for a while, but yep. this is a great example. Thirteen carries, one hundred nine. Zeke has not had a hundred yard game with a touchdown. 
in over two in not quite two years, about two years though. That's yeah. and how much money is he getting paid? Stupid. Top three, right? He's got to be getting yeah. paid top three at this point. It doesn't matter. He got he got overpaid at the point. I made this point in one of our one of our very first podcasts, the NFC one, and Zeke is overrated. He's not special. I am saying that loud and clear. He was very special in college. He's a he's a good football player. When he was good, and what like and what little Rio would bring up is the rushing titles, the rushing titles, the rushing titles. Yeah, you play behind one of the best offensive lines of this generation. Like that like this passing era's generation, you ran behind that offensive line. Exactly. So, you know, if they what they should do is try to find one right now. Yeah, what do you have? Is 70, 80 yards rushing? Yep. That's his peak right now. Here's his peak. Get yeah. you get you something right now. Hopefully you can get yourself like a second rounder. Yep. Or if someone's stupid enough to throw you a first rounder, you go ahead and take that all day plus some, but yeah, absolutely they should. They should move on. Yeah, Tony Tony Paul is great. I've liked him for a long time. Yep. I think he fits that team better. Zeke just isn't. It's not worth the money, man. They can uh, spend that elsewhere. Yeah. Especially like on defense. defense. Especially yeah. on defense. Let's yeah. go. All right, so let's get moving on down the line. We do have uh, Titan Seahawks and a nail-biter. 33-30 to 30 in overtime. It, this The score of this game was 24-9 to 9 at halftime. I didn't and, even pick up the remote to change the channel. I thought the game was over until I saw the final score. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the hell happened? The Titans are finally coming through. Derrick Henry had a huge game. <laughs> Derrick Henry Let's had, go. Derrick Henry had 35 carries and 182 yards and three touchdowns. At one point that I looked, he had 17 carries and 59 yards and one touchdown. And that was in the first half. And it was, and that is in a real, really a sexy line. Now think about that. Over double that from that time forward. And he went for buck 30 and two more touchdowns. Just barely double. Do you think the Vikings are going to look at that tape and say, Dalvin, let's go. Uh, gonna need to. Gonna need um, to. But they also need to watch Tyler Lockett. So Tyler Lockett back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, but I don't know where DK Metcalf is. No, but but Tyler Lockett just keeps catching these rainbows. They're there in eight receptions, 178 yards and a tutty. It just and and it's always and there's always a long touchdown in there too, a rainbow shot that he ends up getting. But yeah, it, it really reminds me of Patty Mahomes chucking it up to <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Like he, he's out there somewhere. I'm just gonna throw it up, and then magically he's wide open, and ends up. He, he don't get me wrong, uh, Lockett is a stud. He, he stops on a dime, makes the defenders miss, and gets that TD. But man, I Titans pulled it off. Good. They needed to. They couldn't start out in two. Um, and then in my opinion, game of the week yeah. was the Ravens and the Chiefs. Uh man, Lamar Jackson Jimmer started the game with two quick interceptions. Didn't look good. They weren't running the ball early in the game. Then they finally got to their style, and then we know the rest. But you know, um, they didn't really ever let it get away from them, though. So even after throwing the interceptions, it's fourteen to seven at at the end of the first, and twenty one seventeen. So like when I say that they're not a team that is built for coming from behind. That's not really from behind. I'm talking about like easily two touchdowns or more. It, like you're not going to just come come back from that. They showed some resilience. And Baltimore is one of my favorite teams. It has been for a while. I mean, 
But I, I, I'd be lying to you if I thought that I picked the Chiefs to win this game. I didn't think yeah. it was gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna be really this close. And then, like you said, they found their way. They found their running game. Um, Lamar Jackson did his Lamar Jackson special stuff. Um, if you guys have not seen the video of uh, of their head coach John Harbaugh yelling out to him, uh, you know, Lamar, Lamar, are we going for it? Hell okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going for it. He does. He gets a. He gets a long. Was it? It was long yard and a half. Yeah. I think somewhere right there to seal to seal that game. The end zone flip for a touchdown by him a little bit before that. It's the uh, that jump pass. They give him a lot of credit for that, and, th- and it was a cool pass. Don't get me wrong. But man, it, it's just cool to watch him actually pass the ball to win some games instead of going, you know, running the ball like he always does. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets enough credit. Lamar's so fun to watch. Such a cool story. He got the monkey off the back, man. That could be it. Um, but on the other end of that, Mahomes made some uncharacteristic mistakes, threw some terrible picks. I, You know, if they play again, I don't know if that happens. So He threw one pick. Threw two. Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes threw one pick. Hmm. Three and one, uh, three touchdowns, one interception. Just one, okay. That unless, w- unless he f- did, he have a fumble somewhere too. Maybe is that what you're looking at? I'm not even seeing a fumble either. I'm not seeing a fumble. Yeah, he did. He, oh no, he recovered one. My bad. Oh, so, so it was just one pick, but it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So which doesn't happen. You're, it's so rare that he throws one. Regardless, I got to beat up on one thing real quick, and that is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So a guy at my work, uh, Eric White. It's like I made fun of this guy right out of the gate back a couple years ago when they drafted him. They drafted this guy in front of in the first round, mind you. Don't care if it's pick number thirty two or not. Don't give a shit. You wasted your first round pick on this running back. There wasn't even the best running back in this draft class. Maybe maybe even the fourth. You could have waited to grab this guy for another round or two and still got a better de- – you could have got another defensive piece. You know how they're struggling on uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. I don't know. I do believe you were bitching about, like, uh, offensive line pieces. You could have got an offensive line piece at that point, another wide receiver weapon. You grab shitty-ass Clyde Edward Hilaire. He is not good. And he's shown it again. And he's going – and unfortunately, anyone that got stuck with him in fantasy – Knows exactly what I'm talking about because they just hang their head and like, ah. and it's hard for you to take him out because he's in Kansas City's offense. So you feel like you can't take him out either, and that's just what he does. He he would be much better on a different team. Clyde's Clyde's a good running back, but he's not. He doesn't have breakaway speed like pretty much everybody else in Kansas City. He's more of that kind of bruising, like uh, you know, almost like third down back. He but they don't use him to his skill set. So even though he is the guy, which in fantasy, when you're drafting running backs, you want the guy because it doesn't exist in most teams. Yep. Well, it, this, it's not, he's just not going to get you points in fantasy. And he doesn't give them a lot of value because they don't use him the way he should be because they're, they're fast pace. They throw the ball long. They're really fast, man. They, they go after track stars. Tyreek is so fast. Even Kelsey. Um, Hilaire mm. just isn't – he doesn't fit the, fit the team great, especially how they use him. That's, that's what I would yeah, feel Yeah, Miko Hardman. 
No, I'm just saying it was a wasted draft pick. I made fun of made fun of it from day one. I'm like, you guys could have got him maybe in the third round. It, that's yep. that's what I'm beating up. Yeah, yeah, you wanted him great. He wasn't a first or second round talent. You grabbed him in the first like Agreed. morons. Yeah, that's you what I mean. He, he's a fine running back, right? But yeah, if you're not gonna use him, why would you waste that anyway? So yeah, I I, don't, I still don't know if he's fine. There was way better running backs in that draft. Than yeah, because like, wasn't that the Taylor, Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor, and uh. There's a few other guys there. I'll look so it yeah, up. what was that? Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire draft. Yeah, I know Jonathan Taylor because that's the first one I said right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. So while you're looking that up, I mean, Mahomes had a good game. Finally lost in September. That doesn't happen often. Uh, I will give him credit. This is one of those rare games where if you have, um, you know, one of the Chiefs. Number two, number three receivers. You, you probably got some points in fantasy if you started them. They don't usually um, throw the ball around as much. Usually it's Hill. Usually it's Kelsey, things like that. But this was a little bit of a different game, which ultimately helped them because they shut Hill down. But, man, just just a bad interception by Mahomes. And then, God damn, Lamar Jackson pulled through, which was so cool. Um I, I just worry it might be his the one time he's able to do that against the Chiefs because that was it was pretty lucky. Um, yep. So let's name a couple right after that one. Right after Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you had DeAndre Swift was taken in the second round. Swift would fit that offense way better. Exactly my point. Yeah. Uh, you had Jonathan Taylor who would fit that offense. Yep. You had there was another one up in here. J.K. Dobbins was in this draft. Yeah, dude. I was high on J.K. Dobbins alone. Uh, but I'm like, Jesus. And you took Clyde Edwards. Like, that's what I'm saying. He was like maybe the fourth best running back. Maybe. A.J. Dillon, if you're A.J. Dillon guy, that was Green Bay's. That was the same draft that everyone made fun of. He's a stud. Sure. And he is. Uh, Antonio Gibson was in the third round. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was a horrible pick. That's a That is a horrible pick. Defensive pieces that were right around there at that time. They, they could have got Gross Mateos. Uh, uh, you had Blacklock, defensive tackle. Grant Delpit, you got a safety. You could have got Antoine Winfield Jr., which is, a ball. I don't know, just a Super Bowl champion now down there with No Tampa big Bay. deal. Yeah. No big deal. Trayvon Diggs, who's balling out for the Cowboys. There were pieces, and you went arrogant stupid. You went with a stupid-ass running back. That That's my point. Yeah, um... I think long term, this loss helps both teams, not just the Chiefs. Chiefs were going to go undefeated. Uh, they needed to kind of get a kick in the sack, and it obviously helps the Ravens. They need that W. They couldn't start zero two, uh, just like the Titans. So, but fuck, some great primetime games to start the season, right? Yeah. So uh, I loved it. Nobody's missing too much. We had, uh, and then our Monday night. What do we got? What do we have? <sighs> Lions Packers. Man, at the end of the first half, Lions up 17-14. I'm sitting with you watching the game. I'm like, man, the Lions and the Bears might lead the division after this. And then came quarters three and four. And Aaron Rodgers played fine. I know 22 for 27, but he didn't look that good in my opinion. Uh, He did end up with four touchdowns. Great for fantasy. Aaron Jones was the story of the day. Uh, Four touchdowns on the day, I do believe. Great game. Uh, Devontae Adams almost fucked you over in fantasy. 
Eight Almost. receptions, 121. No, you pulled out the W. It was Almost. Good. No, I was nervous. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I won by seven. Maybe yeah. a little less, but like right around there, I'm like, God, are you kidding me? Yeah. Now, that being said, when you did say how many how many area touchdowns did Aaron Rodgers have? Four? Four. One of them is low-hanging fruit garbage because that actually should have been another rushing touchdown for Aaron Jones. Remember that? Little pitch forward. We were talking about that. I'm like, dude, that's technically a handoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going. Yeah. My dude, yeah. come on. But I'm, that is me taking a shot. I knew. I knew watching what I seen. First off, before I get to that, that man's body language. Just shaking his head. Non-stop. All the time. Yeah. Nonstop. It is not going to get any better, Packers fans. I'm telling you, you beat up on the lowly Lions. At and, home after a bad loss. And this isn't even me. Yeah, this isn't even me beat like trying to beat down on Packers. I am literally telling you this this is not done for you. Like every if you're being real with yourself, how many times did you see that man shaking his head? Even when the play was even bad. I watched him shake his head after an eight yard run. Yep. Literally a positive eight yard run on first down. I'm like, God damn, he he don't he does not want to be there. Either that or he's yeah. thinking about that press conference where he's going to rub everybody's nose in it. One of the two, but he's shaking his head the whole time. I, it isn't done there. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, Jared, this is the first time I watched Jared Goff play uh, this season. Um, he actually didn't look bad. He really didn't. And, you know, uh, I just think he's lacking weapons when it comes time. And that defense did not play good either. Like, I think he, they did enough on offense at one point. I mean, they did slow down, obviously, but they did enough on offense. I think that defense actually let them down tremendously. So, yeah. But, they, hey, kudos to these boys for keeping Devontae Adams under, what uh, was it, 25 like points? Yeah. 25 points. Thank you for keeping him under 25 points of PPR. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, props to Green Bay. They got the W. Uh, Goff, 26 for 36 for 246. Did have a pick. Uh, their rushing game just isn't there, though, man. All together, they had 108, but 46 of that was Goff. You can't you can't have that if you want to win. So, um, And then your leading receiver was Hawkinson, who's a stud, but 66 yards. Just They, they don't look good. They, they look like the Lions, quite frankly. So. Yep. So we'll see. But props to them. Good Monday night game up until really middle of the third quarter. Then the Packers started to take, just kind of put on cruise control. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was still a fun week to watch. Football's back. God, feels good to watch these and watch these uh, with fans in the stands. It really does. I can't. I cannot stress that enough. Still a weird year that we're breaking out. I think it will shake out to what we're more accustomed to seeing, I think, what we predicted. I'm not going to say that we're going to be square on the nuts with everything, but I think we're seeing a lot of weird things the first couple games. I, I think are going to iron themselves out. Either that or teams are still getting adjusted to injuries and shit like that. So, Hell, yeah. It's fun, to, fun, man. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad the fans are in the stands for sure. That makes such a big difference. Yep. All right. Well, to uh, kind of finish things up today, we've got a nice little make sense if you don't think about it segment. Jimmer, it's over to you, baby. So, this is a shout-out to my guy, Miles, who's also in our fantasy league. Shout-out, Miles. Love the guy. I got to tell this story, though. Um, <laughs> chuckling, thinking about it. So, we have uh, what they're called pits in our plant. They catch water and stuff, grading over them, all that stuff. 
Well, they get they get stuff built up in them, and you got to get down in there, and you got to clean them out, right? Got to scoop them out of the sludge and water. Well, this guy goes, he gets suited up, gets some um, rubber boots on, gets a rain suit on. Okay. Rain okay. suit. A rain right. suit. I'm trying to visualize this. Yep. Think about just rain suit, as in the pants, the uh, the coat, the whole works. Okay. This man goes and jumps right in the pit. You seen the problem yet? Yeah, I feel like uh, I I don't oh. work there, and is that the move? <laughs> so what I'm getting at here, if anyone knows what rain, what just if they can visualize rain boots and a rain suit. He jumps in, and then a, and not even a minute later, he's like, "Oh my!" He's like, "Jesus, I'm getting, I'm getting soaked. What's going on here?" He's like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "Dude, you just jumped in to a damn pit with a rain suit. You're not wearing waders, <laughs> homie." Uh, I love it. Soaked, filling his shit up, and he's like, "He's just like, well, I don't understand how I got so wet. I don't, I don't get it." I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, and that's just where it, it was. Uh, it, it was funny as shit, and I was just like, it just makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> I should be good. Makes sense the, if you don't think the, about it's, it. It's waterproof. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Not quite waterproof, buddy. Yeah, you, no. you gotta tighten those boots up. You gotta do. You gotta do a little more. That's funny. Yeah, waiters. Uh, waiters would have been the move if they had them. If not, you're not. <laughs> you're pumping the pit out first. And then, you know, there's other stuff that you have to do. But just he, he was so dumbfounded why he was soaked. I'm like, oh, my God. Man, um, tough. Yep. So that being said, we're uh, we're going to close out this episode. You need to make sure you hit up us hit us up on uh, all of our social media pa- platforms, 3Gig Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The tic- old TikTok. TikTok. Uh, give us a listen, give us a like, do your sharing, do your thing. Yeah. Tell us where you think we were misinformed. Uh, give us some props where we were right. Try to help you guys out. Try to give you some different perspective. We'd love it. Um, Rio will be out for the next, I don't know, 10 days or so. So, uh, the podcast should be more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Uh, with, with him being at <laughs> yeah. home. Playing with his joystick and video game, things uh, like that. And we forgot to mention that this particular episode is unofficially sponsored by Bud Light Chilada. Bud Light Chilada today. And yeah, I thought I was going to have to do that uh, proper 12 shot, so I was like, well, I need a meal in me. <laughs> I need a meal in that. you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there, this weekend, is there anything going on that you want to bring up real quick? Saturday? Oh, yeah. So Saturday, uh, we touched base on this a few episodes ago. Um, we have a benefit ride in Mason City for our, like I said, I kind of mentioned a little bit, um, our longtime friend um, passing away. Uh, he got hit on his motorcycle in March. And uh, the benefit is to help the help his wife and daughters uh with uh some financial needs that obviously pop up when unexpected stuff like this happens uh be starting be starting at the sears parking lot in mason city iowa uh be there to register at 9 30 to start at 10 and uh be uh going from uh bar to bar and having some fun games in between um come out and show your sport it really would uh it would really help them yeah, for sure. Show support. Um, even if you're just driving by, honk, 
give them a wave, let them know that you heard and you're thinking about it. Um, it's a big deal. It's a sad situation and just doing what we can to help them out there. So absolutely good call there, Jimmer. Um, everybody again, give the follows on the socials, interact with us. We like to talk shit. Um, like I said, we're never wrong, just a little misinformed, but I think yeah. we, I think we plan on getting on probably I think we're leaning more towards Thursday here and then we'll have our stone cold locks or upset picks and all that uh for the weekend to come. Um I did not do so well on my stone cold locks. I went what's the look? Uh, I went 50%, 3 for 3. My upset picks were 2 for 2, so yeah, those weeks are going to happen, especially earlier in the season. It's, uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rare. I'll be okay. Be okay. I, I'll be all right. Let's go. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, this is 3 Gig Sports with Danny G and Jimmer. We out. Boom.